0: All right. Last question is, what does a healthy life look like to you? Welcome to Pursuing Health. I'm Julie Foucher, medical student and former CrossFit Games athlete. Here, I bring to you information and inspiration from experts and everyday individuals for how to use lifestyle to maximize health. Thank you so much for joining me. Now, let's get started with this week's episode. everyone i cannot believe that we have already made it to the 50th episode of pursuing health i first of all just want to say a huge thank you to all of you for listening every single week and for your awesome feedback and support we're only getting started here on the podcast and i cannot wait to see how it evolves over the next 50 episodes So to celebrate, I've put together a compilation of some of my absolute favorite answers to the last question I typically ask all of my guests on the podcast, which is what does a healthy life look like to you? We've heard such a wide range of answers to this question, and I unfortunately can only share a few of them here, but hopefully you'll enjoy hearing them and thinking about your own answer to this question. We'll start off with a few answers that Touch on Health as being able to function or have a good quality of life. We'll hear from my very first podcast guest and four-time fittest man on earth, Rich Froning, as well as CrossFit Games Update show host, Pat Sherwood, multiple-year CrossFit Games athlete and CrossFit Level 1 Flowmaster, James Hobart, and finally, Nadia Johnston, who used CrossFit to overcome an eating disorder.
1: Mm healthy look like to me healthy (laughs) life look like to me um you know I think it's it's you know working out four or five times a week if you can um being able to function through your life um you know if you have kids play with your kids uh I think I think sport is a is a big thing I love you know me being a a sports guy I I don't want to just watch them I want to be able to play them so Mm -hmm. I want you to you know I think people being able to do the things that they love to do, maybe not even sport, but just getting outside and, and using that fitness. Um, and then I think I think spiritual health actually goes into that too. So, you know, trying mm-hmm. to get in the Word and, and pray or, um, you know, whatever that release is, I think, uh, I think you need that.
0: Awesome. Well, it sounds like you're definitely living a very healthy life. <laughs> try to. If I anyone to. was concerned. <laughs> I try to. Other Rich Browning is living a very healthy life. Other than the diet.
1: and the sleep right now.
2: A healthy life to me. Is your a healthy life to me is, and this becomes more and more apparent as I get older, you know, I'm going to turn mm-hmm. 41 this year and, uh, and my, I'm watching my parents age and all this stuff. And again, things that we used to lecture, about, I'm now seeing right. with my own eyes, people go in nursing homes and things like that. It's all your health markers that you would go to a hospital and get checked out, mm-hmm. you know, um, blood pressure, resting heart rate, you know, whatever you want to check, you look good. You Mm -hmm. know, the doctor says, hey, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. The charts are great. And then, as we all know, you can have that but not have functional capacity. Mm -hmm. But then I want to be able to actually go outside, do work, you know, run around with my nephews for three hours if I want to, Mm -hmm. go hiking, you know, have that ability to do that for years to come. Those two things would be absolutely critical. But then if you're doing all of that devoid of like the love of your friends and family and people mm-hmm. that you actually enjoy spending your time on this earth with, Right. who cares what your functional capacity is because you're not expressing it with those that bring you joy. Right. So I would say that that's a a huge component of life is that, that circle that you run with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say that's what it looks like
1: to me. A uh, healthy life looks like to me. I, I think it, it looks like quality of life mm-hmm. and, um, You know, obviously I'm pretty heavily influenced by what we talk about at the level one seminar and that is, you know, the ability to live independently and on top of that, be free of, you know, be free of sickness and disease, but not just be free of sickness and disease, have that quality of life piece. I think that's what a healthy life looks like to me because if you have that you know, you can then go do all the other things that you'd like to do, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's chase your grandkids around or mountain bike on the weekends. I mean, activity is obviously a huge part of that, but I, I will say this, the least I know is that an unhealthy life is, is a sedentary one. Mm-hmm. You know, I, over the last nine years I've been involved in CrossFit, I 100% believe now that the default setting for getting older is not just to like get fat, fall apart and die. Like and I do think a lot of – it's kind of a soapboxing, but I do think a lot of people believe that. They're like, oh, well, you know, I'm older now, so it's okay to be fat. And, or I'm older now, and it's, of course, I'm going to, you know, become – you know, develop osteoporosis or arthritis right. or high cholesterol. And and I, I think that's, unfortunately, the conventional thought. But what I've seen in CrossFit and dealing with people now in the fitness industry is that's not the default setting. It's like, yeah, age is going to take a toll. It's mm-hmm. what it does. But – it can be a happy ride to the finish line, you know, it doesn't have to be peak and then straight downhill. So
0: it doesn't have to be a reality that you just accept, but something that, in which I think that it is just based on the way our society is set up and how a lot of people are working, you know, working sedentary jobs, living sedentary lives and the food that we're surrounded with. It's just kind of sets you up to accept that as your reality when, in fact, it's not the case.
1: Yeah, and I think we're far more in control of our own health than we think we are, mm-hmm. and I think the ability to improve it is much more simple than a lot of us have thought in the past or the grand majority of people think, and um, hopefully, slowly, it, it does get out there to, to everyone, and mm-hmm. I'm sure you see a lot of that because I feel definitely in, the, in certain medical fields – it's like they, you know, they always get the worst case scenario, right? And and Greg has said this. He said, you know, we want to we want to make um, swim coaches not lifeguards. He's like the doctors, the surgeons. It's like those guys are the lifeguards. They right. pull you out of the water when you're drowning. He's like we want to teach people how to swim so they don't are less likely to be in that situation of drowning. And exactly, and I think that's a nice nice piece to think about.
3: I think a healthy life is being able to pursue what makes you happy in life, you know, having the physical and mental abilities to be able to do that because without it, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's very crippling. So mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, being able to have your health to be able to pursue what makes you happy. That's, that's what, you know, it's a healthy lifestyle. If you're healthy, but you still don't pursue it, then you're, there's something missing, you know?
0: I love thinking about health in this way as the freedom to be able to pursue anything in life that you desire. Nadia also brings up a great point in that health can be so closely related to happiness. So the next couple of guests, functional medicine physician Dr. Mark Hyman and television commentator and producer Sal Masekela, elaborate a little bit more on health and happiness.
4: I think it really is a personal sort of definition, right? So the way I just sort of describe it is is it's the ability to wake up in the morning and do whatever you want to do be able to do that whether it's sitting in a rocking chair reading a book or climbing a mountain or um, jumping out on a plane or, you know, just uh, being with your family. You know, it could be being immobilized in bed and being with your family and loved ones and listening to books on tape. If that's what makes you happy, right. it doesn't matter. Like, I think, um, but it's just being able to have that capacity to show up for your life and uh, as opposed to being in fog or crappy or having issues that sort of prevent you from being fully alive. And I think, you know, all this, the different capacities for that, but I think most of us don't realize how close we are to And you know that's so I write my books that I write, I mean I wrote uh, recently a book called the Ten Day Detox Diet. I kinda of write it in a detox book, but, but the idea is to, to give people a chance to hit the reset button. It's like what is it like if you can just turn your body back to those original factory settings. Mm-hmm. And what are the tricks that you can use to do that? And that's what functional medicine is. So it's really finding those things the people in real life and seeing that people often have profound changes
5: what does a healthy life look like to me a healthy life to me looks like happiness mm. you know it looks like being able to wake up in the, in the daytime and look at yourself in the mirror and be with happy with who you are you know and that's and I think the balance of what that is fluctuates in different parts of your life mm-hmm. you know it's where's your spiritual energy where's your physical emotional uh, energy you know there's the different levels I think that that level that off where, mm-hmm. d- where are your relationships um, but being able to, to constantly be putting you know m- messing with the the ratios mm-hmm. in a way that uh, you're happy and you're excited about being alive um, that's what that's what it looks like to me. I mean, ultimately it looks like me on a beach in Nicaragua meet with a a wife and some kids and we're down there for the third month in a row mm-hmm. and my kids are are just surfed out and my wife's like, Should we go back home this week? Or <laughs> maybe stay one more week? And I can look at her and be like, Whatever makes you feel good, babe.
0: Oh, that sounds amazing. That's
5: uh That's my ultimate sort of dreamscape of of what I'd like life to look like in another 20 years.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I hope hope it happens. Me
5: too. (laughs) That'd be amazing.
0: I love how Sal mentions that the balance that allows you to achieve optimal health and happiness is always fluctuating. Many of my guests discussed balance as being a key ingredient for a healthy life. So next we'll hear from functional dietitian Bridget Tickemeyer, Erosti providers Ty and Garrett, CrossFit founder Greg Glassman and author of Against All Grain, Danielle Walker on balance and health.
6: A healthy life looks like, um, I think the balance is really important. Um, So a healthy life would be finding what fulfills you Mm -hmm. and uh, taking like a really authentic approach to your life instead of trying to fit into like what you think that you have to do. Um, I think that's huge from like a stress perspective. And uh, um, then doing things because you enjoy them that happen to be healthy. So like the same kind of exercises isn't going wor- to work for everyone. Like not everyone loves CrossFit. I'm personally kind of intimidated by it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As most people are before they start. Yeah. Right.
6: Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. But um, I think that finding what works best for yes. you, whether it's like dance or um, kayaking or paddle boarding mm-hmm. or whatever, depending on where you live, um, and Things that you can do consistently, Um, eating well, obviously, eating a balanced diet, cooking most of your food and including that in your lifestyle, Mm -hmm. Um, and then relationships, I think, are a huge one, so having, like, really supportive relationships that are going to – um, be in favor of what you uh, are trying to pursue in your own life, and incorporating the healthy lifestyle, so that you're like working out together, or eating well together, or going to church together, or all these things that you know that social impact is huge.
4: Balance,
5: uh, moderate, I mean, yeah. Moderate. yeah. I mean, honestly, for like me, it, it's it's really balance. It's it, it's just taking it all in. I mean, I, you, we, uh, you know, we have people here, or just just any population that you look at. I mean, they we tend to go so far down one mm-hmm. aspect of the roads that we can take, you know, and if we just come back and balance it out a little bit, I think that's really kind of what it, to me, that's what it looks like. Because bottom line, it, it does boil down to, to, to quality of in what is quality for you. For mm-hmm. me, it's kind of like what you just said a second ago, it's, it's that long term. You're looking at, okay, well, what do I want to be at 45? How do I want to feel mm-hmm. at 50? What do I want to be able to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think that balance is where you're going to find it.
1: Yeah, I agree completely. When one thing in your life gets out of balance, it affects everything else. Absolutely. If you can can
2: keep it balanced, that's awesome.
0: (laughs) Right. It's a constant juggling act. Mm It's It's totally a juggling. act. It's always a little bit out of balance, but you're striving for that perfect balance.
7: Yeah. Balance in all things.
8: Mm
7: -hmm. There's a psychosocial component, intellectual Mm -hmm. component. I mean, I would build a CrossFit for the brain as well. Mm -hmm. Your life should be full of art and I think math and mm-hmm. thinking.
0: Um, I balance <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well. Eating eating well first of all um, mm-hmm. for me is huge. Um, but I would say balance between work and my kids and my family, um, just setting my priorities that when I'm done in the office that I'm done mm-hmm. um, or that I work for myself, which I'm really fortunate to be able to do that I don't have to let my work rule me and if I want to take you know my son out of school for a half day and go do something fun, I can mm-hmm. do that or if I want to, you know, stop what I'm doing and go and pick him up from school. Then like when he's out at the end of the day, you know, I can do that. Or mm-hmm. I don't know, just things like that. I think sometimes I talk myself into like, Oh no, I need to be focused right now. Cause it's work hours, but right. to balance that and realize that, you know, to be happy and have like a healthy balance of life, I need to make sure that the other things
4: are a priority too.
0: The next couple of responses come from 2010 CrossFit Games champion Graham Holberg and his wife Savannah, as well as functional nutrition expert and chef Umaro Kadagan. They talk about giving your body some of the key components that it needs to thrive.
3: I would say if you, because if you kind of, I'm a visual person, so picture a, a triangle, mm-hmm. right? And um, I think one thing that I'm really big in my health coaching is that food is not the only thing that feeds us. Mm -hmm. And so our career is a huge part of our life. Our faith is another part of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Our relationships also feed into us and then we have, um, our, our food. Mm -hmm. And so I like to think of it as that type of triangle. Um, and it can look, I feel like it can look different on where you are feeling. Like Mm -hmm. if you're feeling just, um, like, relationships are kind of straining you, you know, maybe working on that, making that the base. Um, but I think really in general, um, obviously nutrition mm-hmm. is going to be a, a big foundation. Um, and then I, I like to put spirituality in there, your faith, mm-hmm. um, because that feeds into every other aspect. And I like, I just, you have to be happy in what you do. Mm-hmm. And so many people are actually unhappy and in, right. in what they do. And so I put the, you know, workplace in there in that triangle, um, then from there, you can kind of build like, you know, at the top of that little tiny triangle, it might be supplements. Hmm. I believe in, in a really great, strong, healthy supplement routine mm-hmm. because you got to fill those gaps sometimes. Right. So I kind of like to look at it like that. I like that pyramid. Yeah, that's
9: good. Yeah. Let's that's see if good. you can top it. Well, I just, you know, I'm trying to listen, but at the same time, I'm trying to think,
0: think. of your own answer.
9: <laughs> yeah. Conjure my, come up with my answer. And I just, uh, I don't know. For some reason, I'm just going to come up with uh, the three Bs, brain, brain body, and belly. So I like that. You know, it, yeah, I, I just made just it made up. Just made it up. It's <laughs> the triple B. Brain,
3: body, and belly. What's your belly? Your food? What you're eating.
9: You know, I mean, obviously, I think, you know, what you're taking in and supporting you mm-hmm. and essentially giving you fuel for the day is, is an important part. And, I mean, we talked about breakfast being mm-hmm. being very pivotal for us, getting just getting that good kickstart. And it's mm-hmm. a good family time for us. Sure. We pull a little Hattie mm-hmm. Cakes Biggie up. Pool. And and Storm <laughs> just, you know, he's, you know, he loves it. He loves his waffles or loves his about time pancakes or loves whatever
3: standing on the chair while he eats. It's crazy. Yeah. It's,
9: it's crazy. <laughs> they're they're crazy and um, so you know that's important. We the what we're fueling ourselves with is you know she kind of hit on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know brain is for me is obviously what you're what you're taking in. I mean what are we watching in either television mm-hmm. or our phone or what are we um, just what's consuming our thoughts mm-hmm. and if if uh again like i said if we're putting god first and allowing that to kind of calm us and soothe us and give us kind of meaning and direction what we're Mm -hmm. doing each day um puts us on the right track as well as i've said before i've heard before but i've said hearing that before that um you're the the average of the five closest people you hang out with i love that yeah and so so, you know i think also again your relationships that she kind of hit on that feeds into your brain and Mm -hmm. what you know what's your 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 jargon and what are you, what's your conversations like with people and and again that's going to impact your day to day happiness and then you know body so obviously the mm-hmm. physical aspect of how are we treating it are we getting proper sleep are we getting proper recovery are we getting proper training and and pushing our our physical boundaries um, again is that is that developing us to to find kind of happiness in what we're doing so yeah, I like that
10: triple B's awesome. B-B-B. Well, I think a healthy life is—I um, mean, I think a, a great analogy also to get people motivated is to think of what everything you do, what you eat, but also all th- everything you do—it's like a dialogue with mm-hmm. your body. So you're saying something, and you're saying it in a particular tone of voice, and mm-hmm. you'll get a response. So if you eat something, I mean, essentially there are two ways you can start a conversation: Hey, great to see you, fantastic, yeah. right? And people—or <laughs> you can extend your middle finger and <laughs> say something rather <laughs> rude, in which case people will be like, "Oh, well, wait yeah, a moment, I'm you. not going to cooperate." <laughs> And so if you think, you know, for, for your body, think of everything you do, what you eat, the input you give your yeah. body in terms of exercise, in terms of how you interact with people, what you do, mm-hmm. experience. It's either like a declaration of love, in which case your body becomes very cooperative yeah. or it's, you know, a middle f- finger extended right right, o- right in, in your face with rather rude words being said <laughs> at the same time. And in w- that case, your body will respond in kind. Mm-hmm. So... And you then don't want to fight with your body. No, exactly. <laughs> and, and then that's where you'll get disease and discomfort right. and accelerated aging, all those things. So mm-hmm. for me, a healthy life or a good life is really about finding out what things can you do. D- either keep on doing a change, so all the input you give yourself, whether we're thinking at the molecular level, but also mm-hmm. know, like what people do you interact with, what relationships do you have, make sure that you get mostly something where you say, this is love. and might right. once in a while be that you eat something that's not healthy, but I'm not... I'll drink half a bottle of really good wine or champagne because of the enjoyment right. or the company, that's fine. That's still adding to that pool of self-love, so mm-hmm. to speak. Um, and look at where, what areas am I doing things or uh, subjecting myself to things that, if I think about it, it's not really a declaration of love and mm-hmm. how can I do something about that?
0: Finally, we close with two responses about gratitude. Dr. Mike Canales, my former gymnastics coach and foot and ankle surgeon, as well as Jason Wachab, CEO of Mind Body Green, reflect on the importance of gratitude in achieving optimal health.
8: A healthy life to me is filled with a lot of the elements that we talked about. Um, you know, it goes back to, to the mind body and spirit but when you are truly filled with gratitude a life of gratitude to me is very very healthy when you're grateful for your health that in turn rolls into making sure that you protect that body of yours making certain that you treat your body as a temple making sure that you're eating right you're exercising and you're using your body it when you are grateful it allows you time to meditate because that's the only time that. You, you can do that. Um, so a life filled with, with true, bona fide, genuine gratitude, I think, is the healthiest. That is the, uh, the healthiest life to me. Yeah, we can talk about diet. I'm not, I'm not good with that. Um, I don't know anything about that, but I know how powerful gratitude has been in my life, and I think that is the number one item that has helped me lead a lifestyle that is moving toward that probably asymptote of, of healthiness, mm-hmm. Zen or Nirvana, <laughs> whatever it is. It is that gratitude because it, it spills into every other area of one's life. And so uh, I am no expert, but if you can be gratitude, you know, if you can think back and, and be very thankful, not just on Thanksgiving but be very thankful for what you have. Um, Great things happen in your life and and I think it moves over into that mind, body, and spirit. So, gratitude. You have to have a life filled with gratitude.
7: It's waking up, feeling grateful, uh, having purpose, and marrying that with a healthy plate. For whatever that looks like for you and relationships that are you know meaningful and deep uh, and also putting everything all out there you know living each day to its fullest whatever that looks like and and feeling uh not empty so to speak but like closing the day feeling like You've put everything out there. You've mm-hmm. gave it your all and I think that is living a healthy, purposeful life. For I love
0: me. it. I love it. That's a great feeling to have at the end of the day. And I love what I love about it is that you're really the only one who knows if you have that feeling and no one else yes. knows.
7: Yes. And some people hate that.
8: Yeah. <laughs> well,
7: like I, I think people struggle with this idea of we're in a society where it's like just tell me what to do,
8: mm-hmm.
7: and that's always easy, you know. But I think true health, true success, true happiness—it's not going to be any book. It's not going to be any guru. Like, it's unique to you. And fortunately or unfortunately, you're the only person who knows (laughs) what that looks like. You can (laughs) read all you want. You can all that stuff is great. But at the end of the day, you're the only one who knows the answers are within.
0: Well, there you have it, folks. On that note, I just wanted to say again that I am so grateful for all of you for listening each week to Pursuing Health and for all of your incredible support. So thanks for tuning in for this special 50th episode, and I'll see you next time here on Pursuing Health. To make sure you never miss an episode and to receive exclusive content from me, head to my website, juliefouché.com, where you can subscribe to my email list. Also, don't forget to share your stories. If you or someone you know has used lifestyle to overcome a serious health challenge, please email me at info at i I'll choose some of these inspiring stories to share here on the podcast in future episodes. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe and consider giving the podcast a five-star rating on iTunes. Also, don't forget you can train with me by visiting beyondthewhiteboard.com slash juliefouchet. I always love hearing your feedback, so please leave comments under this post on my website, Juliefouché.com, and share your thoughts on social media with the hashtag JFHealth. Thank you again so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time on Pursuing Health.